Walking Out with Jonathan Holloway and Liam Grundy. That's a bit weird, isn't it? That is and weird. Taking his mate for a, for a, for a drive in the. But oh, I like the, the balletic way. The yeah, he's, he's sort of. He's in, needlessly. Um, Displaying his, his skills for his friend, doesn't he? Yeah. I bet they were down the pub last night. I'll tell you what, tomorrow I'll show you just how well I can drive that boat. <laughs> oh, yeah, do. I like that. <laughs> you sit up the front and you'll be able to watch me. And I'll show you how well I do it. Oh, I'd love to see that, Tony. <laughs> Shall I get these in? Dress as coppers. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Impersonating the police officer, of course, is a crime. It is. In fact, um, I oof, I saw advertised the the modern equivalent of X-ray specs in the back of a Superman comic. Yeah. I saw advertised police warrant cards with the face of the guy who was in Minder. What's his name? Not, um, not the older bloke, the younger bloke. Dennis Waterman. Dennis Waterman. Dennis Waterman in a... Uh, it, it was sealed in see-through plastic. Yeah. Yeah? Uh, so and it was I, a, basically a, a document... A document <laughs> verifying the fact that you are Dennis Waterman. <laughs> yeah, and that I was a copper as well. Right, yeah. And I thought that would be a funny thing to have. That'd I don't know why have, I thought yeah, that would be a good yeah, thing. Be good, yeah. Uh, so I sent off one and I got it back through the post and there it was. There was my police warrant card with As my picture of Dennis Warden. Uh, Wardman. And, you know, if you held it at arm's length and sort of squinted at it, it did look quite like me, right? Yeah. And uh, I put it in my wallet. And then one day I was sitting in a pub talking to somebody. I said, oh, look, I've got a warrant card with Dennis yeah. Waterman. And he said, you don't want to be walking around with that. Yeah. Because that is impersonating a police officer. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Dennis Waterman. IPO. You could knock on someone's door and say, you need to give me 30 quid and I'll do your guttering. <laughs> yeah. I'm a policeman. You can trust me. <laughs> trust me. I'm Dennis Waterman. <laughs> if you want to, I'll change the situation. That'd be a nice. Uh, you could do a nice medley with that, and then you could go straight into. Let's uh, live in, all right. <laughs> yeah, you could, couldn't you? You kiss all the dames, but you don't ask their names. Let's live in, all right. Oh, yeah. No. oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's yeah. Lovely. He's clenching his backside, you can tell, can't he? Because he's standing up on his paddle. Great core, great core. His core strength is yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, oh, blimey. That's more my game, this now. I might join a rowing club. Really? 
think so. Yeah, yeah I think so. I, I think now's the time to start getting fit, I think. <laughs> well, also, if you, if you join now, this time of year, you'll probably get some kind of reduction on yeah. the annual membership. Yeah, well, pensioners reduction. Yeah. Mind you, you have to be prepared to go out the weekends, you know, whatever the weather. Uh, you know, they'll be all lined up down there with their big boat. Where's that Liam Grundy? Who's, who's that? Oh, remember that weird old bloke? Oh, yeah. He paid to join. Oh, well. <coughs> well, I, for one, I'm glad he's not here. <laughs> he was getting on my nerves. That's, that's how that works. <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Yes, <laughs> Not nice, is it, that? No. Oh, look, he's going back. I had a lodger uh, when I was young, and uh, he applied. Uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a room in the house, you know, just a spare room. So he said, oh, I'll, I'll join. I said, OK. I was very rarely in. I wasn't in that much. So he turned up, seemed nice enough bloke. So I said, okay, well, you know, there you go. So, so um, the first thing that, uh, the, first, <laughs> the first alarm bell was when he said, is it all right if I paint the bedroom, decorate the bedroom? Well, he did have Mr. Tiggy Winkle <laughs> wallpaper in there, so I, I couldn't fault him on that. <clears throat> yeah. I just moved in and it was obviously a kid's room. So I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, okay, great. Uh, and then I realized that he was painting the, the, all the walls black. <gasps> so um, anyway, he did that. And then he, uh, he used to sort of, his behavior was getting a bit more and more weird. And I, but I put up with it for a while. And then he said, is it all right if I play my music? So I said, yeah, of course, I suppose that's all right. So he brought his record collection from his parents. And they were, it was all military stuff. It was all kind of military stuff. And one of the, one of the albums he had um, was uh, Rhodesian Army songs, songs sung by the Rhodesian Army. And um, so you'd be sort of trying to get off to sleep or something, you'd hear, it's a long way to pull away, oh. it's a long way. <laughs> To yomp and all this. <laughs> and you think, ooh, I'm not sure I want to listen to this. <laughs> so, uh... but he'd, he'd actually joined, he was only a young fella, he'd actually joined the Rhodesian army. <gasps> And he was, and he started telling me about, you know, when he'd be out in the jungle with, you know, with his <gasps> rifle. And I thought, oh, I'm, I'm not sure about this bloke. So um, after a while, he said, uh, "Oh, your mate. Uh, he's just, um, he's just, I, he's got a room. He says he's going to put me up in his room, you know." And he moved round the corner to my mate's house. He had a room there, you know. But before he left. I was, or after he left rather, I was getting all these phone calls. He was selling stuff in loot. Do you remember loot? Yeah. Selling all these kind of military things. So I said, no, he's not here anymore. And then I got a call one day. He said, is this the number for the bloke who sells the Rhodesian flags? 
No. So I said, no, he doesn't live here anymore. <laughs> Thank Christ. And uh, a couple of days later, I walked around the corner to my mate's house and I looked up at his window and I thought, that's a strange, those aren't, those aren't curtains <laughs> in the window. And it was kind of quite a racially mixed area. Oh, God. And he had all these Rhodesian flags up instead of, no. instead of curtains. So I said no. to my mate, no. I said, I think you might, you might want to uh, have a word about that. I remember when I was a kid, my, um, uh, uh, my dad discovered in our back garden a um, Colorado beetle. Oh, that uh, looked like a, uh, a what's it called a ladybird, except it, the what was red on a ladybird was yellow on the colour. There used to be photographs of those up in police yeah. stations. Exactly, that. and so he put the Colorado beetle into a matchbox, and I went with him to the police station. So we walked ah, into the beetle in a matchbox. <laughs> exactly. So we walked into the police station. He presented the policeman on the other side of the like counter. Like father, like son. With a matchbox. Yeah. Pushed it open and there was what the Colorado right, Beetle. And the policeman said something along the lines of, what am I supposed to do yeah. with that? Do you know how busy we are, sir? <laughs> My father was so deflated. He thought he'd done some really good work. Yeah. By taking the beetle into the police station. <laughs> under, un, he wrestled into the ground. <laughs> Citizen's arrest of a Colorado beetle. Well, thank you very much, sir. Wow. He was really good value, my dad. He was constantly coming up with things. That... <laughs> Did I tell you about the time when we were... When... Dad yeah, got in the front yeah. to drive. And then he put on this... So you could snigger, probably. He put on this peaked cap covered in badges. <coughs> and Greg was kind of staring at the back of his head and working really hard not to burst out laughing. And I remember my dad saying in sombre tones, I'm just putting this on because we're driving into the sun. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Was, you, was your father keen on a pennant? Oh, he liked a pennant, yeah. Ah, right. And yeah. round the windows, round the back window orders. On my wind cheater, everywhere we went, and some places we hadn't gone, yeah. my wind cheater was covered with pennants so, and badges sewn on it. Against your will, presumably. Well, I didn't think it was a particularly good idea. <laughs> and when we went on holiday, I, there was I walking along with this wind cheater on, covered in, you know... Looking like everything. a Formula One racing driver. <laughs> yeah. But they'd said things like Paynton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Honiton. Yeah. yeah. Rather than Hitachi or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Did he have... Um, I'll tell you the other thing that I... I which, uh, it's kind of these things to think about. Well, I do. The walking stick with the with the little metal badge that that, that oh yeah you can get those as well can't you and yeah spoons, you can buy yeah yeah <clears throat> particularly in Scottish holiday destinations if I if I'm correct yeah you go into the little souvenir shop you know on the high street in some beautiful backwater of um, the Highlands 
and there'll be various kinds of walking stick with little badges on them. And the little badges will be, be the name of the, the village or town. I suppose now you get a tattoo, don't you? <coughs> I suppose you do get a tattoo now, don't you? Yeah. Paynton or Honiton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, it was lovely two weeks here in Paynton. <laughs> then we went to... Um... And if you lift up my jumper at the back... <laughs> <laughs> That's when we went to Swanage. <laughs> and down here, because it wasn't very good, we... <laughs> you could, yes, you could have the more popular destinations further yeah. away from the... Yeah. I won't... Well, you know. So we... we uh, me and my... Um, parents yeah my son my my brothers were too old by then <clears throat> me and my parents went for a week's holiday in Bodnor Regis we stayed in a um stayed in a little bed and breakfast in Bodnor Regis I don't know what it was about I, I was small yeah and uh but not small enough for not to have marked me um so we uh, and and this was one of these uh, boarding houses where they um, they kicked you all out at ten o'clock yeah, in the morning. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And you weren't allowed back in till five o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. So we we were kicked out, and it was raining most of the week. So we went and sat on the beach next to those groins on the beach. Yeah. With with towels over us, almost <laughs> getting wet in the rain. Yeah. <clears throat> And I got impetigo from the... <laughs> so I came back with a face... Oh, dear. ...covered in... Um, That's that purple stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I had to be... I had to have it, 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 scabs. Scabs all over my face. And I had to have my face sort of painted in this purple yeah. stuff. <laughs> and my brother Steve had emigrated while we were away without telling my parents. So we came back... And there was a little collection of things on the on the um, dining table, including um, his guarantee for his watch uh, and a provisional driving license. And they were in a little pile. The things he thought he wouldn't need in his new life. Yeah. And his post office book. Wow. <clears throat> Just in the and um, obviously gone out. Um, may or maybe we'd locked up and gone down to Bogan Regis and. He was staying somewhere else. But he got into the house by sawing through the bolts on the back door. In order to leave his provisional driving <coughs> license. Yeah. And perhaps a, anything in a matchbox? <laughs> Colorado Beetle. <laughs> but <coughs> Is that what set him off, do you think? Ah, oh, I don't know, but it was that was a very peculiar holiday and coming home was even Blimey, more peculiar. My dad, when he did Walking Out with Jonathan Holloway and Liam Grundy. With music by Liam Grundy. A Fruit People production.